Joey Borgen. Joey back on uh, Sid and Friends in the morning. Joey, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, Sid. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, and I appreciate you know, the opportunity to speak out. And, you know, you're always doing the good work, so I really, really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you because we had this discussion a couple of days ago with Dove that, you know, when I was growing up, how old are you, Joey? I'm 31. Uh, you're, 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 you're a baby. My entire life. You're a baby. I know. I know you have been. But life. when I was a kid, I got 26 years on you almost. So when I was a kid, the JDL, right? If if some, I went to yeshiva. I went to two: Ocean Primary Day School in Canarsie, and then Solomon Schechter for high school. If I'm walking home on Kings Highway and a bunch of black kids walk up to me and kick my ass, I can promise you the JDL is out there the next day. Even the ADL, but the JDL the next day looking to kick some ass. And it's not like that anymore. I mean, one of the issues is, is we don't fight back, Joey. Why not? I'll be honest with you. Obviously, nowadays, things are different with social media and the immediate reaction to what will take place. For example, I mean, just take a look at my incident, for example. 30 years ago, a video is not going viral and causing a huge stir, right? So, I mean, I think people need to be more careful and more diligent with their actions. And I think that kind of alludes to something we spoke about previously with, you know, the lack of uh, action and the lack of reaction to what's taking place by the politicians, especially on the left here in New York State. Tell me about uh, the politicians. I know that you had some very, very choice words for uh, Jerry Nadler specifically um, yeah, after we talked. Um, for, yeah, 100%. I mean, for, right off the bat, I'm a, I'm a constituent of Jerry Nadler living the Upper East Side. Um, I mean, the, the man doesn't have an office in his district. You have to go down downtown, even if you want to go downtown to Varick Street, to, to meet him, you have to set up a meeting, and that's not happening because the guy doesn't do anything. That's point A. Point B is this. My father spoke out against him um, at a Jim Jordan hearing probably a few months ago. I'm not exactly sure when. And rather, you know, than use that as, you know, as a motivation to kind of, you know, change your ways or maybe do something about the current status quo, Jerry Nadler has chosen to ghost me, box me out, block my number, won't speak to me. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, objectively speaking, that's the most cowardly thing I've ever heard in my entire life, the most pathetic thing i ever heard. Um, yeah, but if you're going to block people's numbers, block your sister's numbers, and then not work with them because of what someone else said about them, I don't really know if you're fit for, for office, to be honest. There's a guy I know, his name is um, Jeff Lax. And he's been trying to get on this show for a while. I'll put him on at some point, you know, but uh, they, get, they get nuts. But he, he's a good guy, and uh, he works yeah. with the CUNY system, Kingsboro. In fact, at one point, Jeff Lax recommended to the folks at Kingsboro that I speak at the commencement address because I am the, by far and away, far and away, the most famous graduate I'd, ever. I'd rather you speak than for Tim Muhammad, who's the right. man who speaks at a terrorist organization meeting. Right, you know? exactly. So we'll, yeah. Right, so I'm the most yeah. famous Kingsboro graduate ever. It's not even close. And um, and I do admit I went there. I'm not embarrassed. Got my associate's degree before I went on to get yeah, a four-year degree. So, yeah. Right. And and they said no. And Jeff Lax contends, and he may be right, that the reason they said no to me at Kingsboro is because my last name is Rosenberg, and they're anti-Semites. I'm not sure if that's true, but based upon what, uh, Joey, you've been uh, seeing and doing the last couple of years, maybe Jeff Lax is right. I mean, maybe he is because we've been fighting back against them, and the only thing that's really taking place is, where you, is you know, they're investigating Jewish professors rather than taking action against what we And what are they investigating Jewish professors about? I, I mean, I couldn't tell you, but, you know, maybe maybe you should ask Mark Lamar, you know, the guy who got fired from CNN from being too liberal, too liberal, yet he's able to be, you know, employed by CUNY. I don't know. This guy, this is someone who is 
fired from CNN, you know, who, you know, between me and you both know is not the biggest fan of Israel, running his mouth about Israel. Yet, you know, come to the CUNY system. We'll, we'll give you a job. We'll take care of you. No problem. It is what it is. That's New York nowadays. That's New York. Governor Hockel, the Governor Hockel's office, I let them know about the problem. They want nothing to do with it. Jerry Nadler, no, nothing to do with it. I mean, it's just, it's a complete lack of yeah. accountability and lack of doing anything these days. We call this on the left here in New York. And it really needs to stop because, you know, nothing is getting done here. I mean, you look at the migrant crisis. It's just pointing fingers at each other, to give you an example. I mean, Adam's pointing fingers at Hawk, or Hawk is pointing fingers at Adam. I mean, no, no, nothing gets done here. It's really just, it's so sad. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I like dealing with children. I don't understand it. I really don't. Well, you mentioned uh, Adams, Joey, and, and here's where I stand up for Eric because I do think Eric cares. I do. I think he cares. Uh, he goes about it stupidly, going to Greece, going to Tel Aviv. I mean, he's a lame duck, honestly, because he can say whatever he wants, but if Governor Hockel's not going to play ball, and I can tell you for a fact, I've spoken to people in Governor Hockel's office. Right. They, they're, they're, just, they're just idiots. They're delusional. They don't care. No, you're right about that. You're right. Office, right. Right. They don't care. People, right. None of these people care because there's no challenge. There's no, there's no threat to their current position. They know that they're on the left. They can run and just get by and whatever, and then... You know, until that changes, it really, you know, these people have no motivation to act, and it's sad. It really is sad. But are you are you angry with the mayor or more frustrated because you just mentioned the truth, which is Hochul's not going to help him, Nader's not going to help him. He cares, but he hasn't done much no, to I, solve I, it. I think he cares. I've heard him speak many times in person. I think he does care, yeah. and I think, you know, he really wants to make change, but he's hamstrung by the current system. Yeah, I agree with that. So, well, you would see when I was a kid, I was a, a Brooklyn Democrat. All the Jews in Brooklyn were Democrats. Now I hate that party with a venom. I mean, I hate it when somebody says I'm a Democrat. My own wife, who I love dearly, she calls herself a Democrat. I want to jump out the building. Are you a guy that went from Democrat to Republican? I'll be honest with you, I don't really have any party affiliation. Uh, I mean, just to give you an example, I spoke at the White House for Biden, and I was I've spoken on the, out for the right. So, I mean, in my opinion, you know. Gun to my head, I'd probably lean right. But at the same time, anyone is willing to help us out. And, you know, unfortunately, in, the le- in, in New York, we need the left to help us out because that's really who gets Yeah, but forget about New York. Well, let me take oh. it to D.C. I mean, Joey, you're, you yeah. know what Donald Trump did, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, recognizing the Golan Heights as part of Israel, stopping those overnight cash deposits to Hamas and the Palestinians, which is what Obama and Biden do. So why you would speak for Biden, why you would give – and forget about that. What about AOC? What about Omar? What about Talib? This is a party that is infested with anti-Semites. And the White House, I got news for you, they don't like him in Israel. So you say you don't really have a party. Unfortunately, you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really just a, it's a difficult climate nowadays because, I mean, you know, it really seems like we have no support, uh, you know, and we're trying to do what we can, trying to fight, trying to do what, you know, trying to make change. But unfortunately, you're right. You know, we don't really have that much support, whether it's New York, you know, federal government, whatever you want to call it. We really are lacking for support. And, uh, you know, I wish that would change. I wish we could, you know, affect the situation and make, you know, improve it for all of us, myself, you, your kids, whoever it is. But sadly, until, you know, people are really, you know, head start to roll, I don't think anything's really going to happen. Well, let me end end the conversation here, Joey. And uh, Joey, again, Joey Borgen was attacked at one point, beaten pretty severely. Now, thank God he's out there, goes to all these rallies and speaks on my people's behalf. Tomorrow starts the most religious period for Jewish people, the New Year, Rosh Hashanah, uh, just a day and a half away now. And then, of course, you're going to Yom Kippur and Sukkot and all this. 
And um, I don't know about you, but I've got friends who walk to shul because they're religious. They don't drive. They walk to shul, and yeah. they are nervous, even in some of the finest neighborhoods, even Great Neck. They walk to shul that, that you know, a bunch of kids are going to run up on them and kick their asses. Well, what do you want to see from the city, from the state, to ensure that Jewish people can start the new year tomorrow going to shul and getting home safely? One of the things that I really set out to do initially that I've kind of, unfortunately, kind of really given up and put on the back burner was making making changes and improving the bail system as it relates to hate crimes. For example, someone in my case said they would do it again. This guy watching said he would do it again. He's running his mouth. You know, the next day, let him out on bail for, for nothing, minimal bail. In situations like this, for example, my situation, other situations involving hate crimes, whether it's me, someone who's African-American, someone who's Asian, someone who's Islamic, anybody who's targeted for their background, the demographic, whatever you want to call it, um, those people should be those, – those people who attack those, you know, people who attack people for that reason should be held in a different, you know, a different class, in my opinion. They should be given no bail, no deals, nothing like that under the sun. But you know what? You go to Manhattan, DA, Alvin Bragg, you go to any of these people, they're willing to give these people the benefit of the doubt every single freaking time, even though they're going to reoffend, reoffend, reoffend. Until we – as New York or as a country, whatever you want to call it, really deal with crime in a manner that, you know, encourage, discourages people from, re, you know, reoffending and everything like that, I don't think anything's going to change. I mean, you look around New York, people are literally out of the jail, you know, the same day doing the same crime over and yep. over again. So, yep. I mean, when that's, you know, the, the foundation for our system here in New York, would anyone, why would anyone change their behavior? There's no, there's no consequences. Whether it's the governor, whether it's the governor, whether it's politicians, whether it's criminals, there's no, there's no accountability across the board here. It's a joke. Hard to argue anything you just said, unfortunately. Well, I do want to wish you and your family Lashana Toba, Chag Sameach, a happy New Year, a sweet year, and um, you know, just uh, keep fighting, you and everybody out there for the Jewish people. Uh, keep fighting because we need those voices, and you're an important one, Joey Borgen. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sid. You too. Have a great holiday. This is the best of your family. Appreciate it. Same thing to you, Lashana Tovad, to, uh, to all you guys out there, all you guys that uh, continue to fight on a daily basis. It's worth the fight, man. This Jewish people have been uh, through a lot for a long time.